to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined as always by the man who brought summer to November. It's Captain Tibbs. That's right, Stills. I control the weather and bad timing. All me. <laughs> that is right, Tibbs. And let me tell you something. It was a summer fest to remember. We saw Val Curry retaining her women's championship over Phoenix Driver. Scotty Moore versus Gazi in a devastating War Games match. And then, of course, in our main event, we said it would happen. The dream match. One man had to fall. One undefeated streak had to end. And it ended last night when Robert Hill tapped out to the anaconda vice of the Dylan, making the technical spectacle our new JWF World Heavyweight Champion. Sills, it's been a long time coming. We have a, a, are at the precipice of a new dawn in JWF. So many changes are happening all at once, not to say the least of the Dylan reclaiming the JWF championship after not having held it for five years. That's right. Lots of big adjustments happening, especially one in our main event. Our captain's champion, Scotty Moore, says he has a big announcement to make, and I can't wait to hear it. But before we get to that, why don't we discuss our power rankings tips? After every pay-per-view, we like to take a little pause, see where everybody's sitting, and see who the big players may be in the next weeks. So starting, right. off, starting off with our tag division in at number three, the tag team now officially known as the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys. One victory, two losses. But Tibbs, I got to say, now that this is the reinvigorated Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, now that they got that fire behind them of Chuck Gibbons joining their ranks, I got to say, I would watch out if I was in the tag division right now. Absolutely. It seems like the Southern Boys, they are on a new trajectory. They have Chuck Gibbons with them. This is going to be a pretty wild change to the tag divisions. That is right. And at number two, however, is, of course, the former tag team champions, Bananas in Pajamas. One victory, two losses as well. And I believe uh, I've been told they bribed their way to get second over the Southern Boys, even though they have the exact same streak. How? Just how, Sills? How did I let it come to this? I don't know, but in it, number one, a tag team who, let me tell you something, I think I would be interested to see this team go against our new tag team champions in Demon Inc., and I, of course, am discussing Legion, cash in the bag holders, current number one contenders, meaning they could end up with a tag team championship match, beat the hell out of their opponent, then cash in the briefcase and win anyways. That is true, Sills. Honestly, I would say <laughs> Demon Inc.'s got a target on their back, and the first ones that get a shot off, and maybe the last, are Legion. That is right, Tibbs. But up next, let's talk about our women's division. Lots of big things are going on. Phoenix Driver now being knocked down to number three. One victory, but of course, one loss last night against Val Curry. So going back to the back of the line, do you think Phoenix Driver has what it takes to build herself back up? You know, Sills, if there's anybody that I can say could do it in this division, it would be Phoenix Driver. But I think that last night was anything. It was a reality check for Phoenix Driver. It showed her she's got a lot of work yet to do. 
That is right. And at number two is, of course, Karen Bush. One victory, one loss, but also, much like Legion, holding that cash in the bag briefcase, meaning that Val Curry's got a big target on her back any time that uh, she's in the same arena as Karen Bush. That is also true, so the, uh, the cash in the bag briefcase, we haven't seen it for a little while now, we, we, but it's always there. It's always got to be in the background of the champion, especially when it's some in the hands of somebody conniving like Karen Bush. That's right. Now sitting at number one, however, is, of course, Lucretia Pendragon. After Phoenix Drivers lost, someone had to move up, and that person is Lucretia, who we have seen fight the champion in the past to great success, damn near getting victories over her in many cases. Very true, so the reason she's up at, in, in the number one contender spot is, well, because she's quite possibly the best that we have to go up against Valkyrie at this time. That's right. Now, finally, on to our men's division top three in the power rankings. But I want you to look at this, Tibbs. If you look at this, Robert Hill, the former champion, falling from grace, moved all the way down to number five in the power rankings. I mean, that just shows the type of championship reign he had. He was willing to use those shortcuts, that champion's advantage to get out of matches, which works fine when you're the champion. But when you've lost, now you got to deal with that three losses from those DQs. Exactly, Sills. And uh, I don't know for about Robert Hill, but I can speak from experience. I've seen it so many times. I've felt it. When you get knocked down that ladder, it's a grueling prospect to come back up. And I don't know if we're going to see that same dominating Robert Hill come back or not. That is right, and you also have to consider Robert Hill being forced to go to a local medical facility after the match last night, apparently being locked in that anaconda vice of the Dylan. He suffered an undisclosed shoulder injury. Doctors checking him out. We hope the best for Robert Hill, and uh, I, I just I hope the man gets back to good health, but my God, that, that, that match last night was devastating. Yes, it was, Sills. It really was a, a statement, if you will, from our new champion. That is right. Moving on, number three in the power rankings of the men's division, the man known as Chuck Gibbons. Like we said, he also has a cash-in-the-bag briefcase, and now the wild-eyed Southern boys on his side. If anybody is set up to have a rocket up his ass, it is Chuck Gibbons. That's right, Silson. Let me tell you something. The prospect of Chuck Gibbons versus the Dillon somewhere in the future, that's a money match right there, I can tell you. That is right. Now up in second, Blake Tanner, the man who lost his King of the Steel City match last night. But Blake, I mean, this year, two victories, only one loss, and it was against the Jebedook last night. But I, I got to think that is lit a fire under Blake Tanner. We started to see a lot of the old Blake Tanner, the former JWF champion Blake Tanner, as opposed to the more entitled attitude he's had this year. True, Sills, although uh, you got to wonder how this loss is going to affect him, not just in the short term, but going down the road. I hope to see more victories from him, but after losing to a former student, I can tell you that that might hurt your pride a little. That is right, and that former student is sitting pretty. The number one contender, the man known as the Jebba, Jebba Duk Duk Duk. Now, let's not forget him and the champion, the Dylan, have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe in the past. Dylan just barely getting, getting the advantage over him to get that victory, but now that gold's on the line, do you think Jebba Duk might have a little bit more fire in him? Sales, I will say that Jebba Duk has grown so much uh, over this past year, even from his 
Wrestlepalooza match where he defeated none other than Momoa Curry. And I can tell you, that was a, a stepping stone onto the, this amazing run that Jeb has had. And Sills, I, I think that if the Dillon's got a threat, a threat that he needs to watch out for, it's coming in the form of a big black top hat. That is right, Tibbs. But for right now, why don't we go backstage? Because we're talking about all these newcomers. We're talking about the Chuck Gibbons, the Jebedux. There is one star that has not been around lately, and it is, of course, your son, Chuck Tibbs. Haven't seen him since Cash in the Bag. Before that, had an even longer hiatus after being defeated by Robert Hill at Wrestlepalooza. And Tibbs, what's been going on with your boy? Well, Sills, we don't really talk about work much at home anymore. He just kind of gets angry. Comes over for dinner, try to talk about when he's coming back. He kind of throws a plate at the wall and runs off. All right, Tibbs. Well, right now, Chuck is backstage with one of our top interviewers. So why don't we hear what he has to say about this historic return and what it means for the next steps in the career of Chuck Tibbs. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man that was defeated by Robert Hill at Wrestlepalooza in less than a minute, Chuck Tibbs. How are you doing, Chuck? You always have to bring that up, don't you? <laughs> you... <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, now, making your return this close to JWF's Battle of the Brands pay-per-view crossing the line leads many to believe that you're going to be the one captaining Team JWF at the illustrious pay-per-view. Is there any truth to this rumor? No. Oh. No, McDonald. And not at all, not a single bit of truth in that right there, I'll tell you. I didn't return to fight for Team JWF. I didn't return to fight for my father. I didn't even return to fight for my legacy as a professional wrestler. I returned to fight for myself. Because you know something? Not once since Robert Hill defeated me has my father ever even entertained the idea of giving me a rematch. And you know something, McDonald? You're right. Robert Hill did beat me on the biggest stage of them all in the biggest match of my career. And not only did he beat me, he beat me in 19 goddamn seconds. And so, you know something, though, really? The old Chuck Tibbs, he would be upset about that. He really would. Uh, you know, I pout, I take my ball, go home, sit on my ass, try to leave wrestling behind. But hey, hey, you know what? That's not the Tibbs way right there. The real Tibbs way is to dust yourself up, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and say, I don't give a damn what you say. Next week, McDonald, I'm going to pick up the pieces of my shattered legacy and start rebuilding them bit by bit. Because I'm a Tibbs, and that's what we do. Well, Tibbs, I foresee this ending one of two ways. Chuck becomes another champion and has a Hall of Fame-worthy career. Option two, he ends up in a ditch somewhere and we don't know where to find him. And I hate to say it, but given his year, I'm leaning really hard towards option B. So I believe my son has chosen poorly. Well, who knows what's next in the career of Chuck Tibbs, but apparently next week he is going to return to JWF Ignition and uh, rebuild a shattered legacy, whatever that means. But 
you want to talk a man who has rebuilt his legacy we got to talk about the jwf world heavyweight champion himself the dylan tibbs four years ago the dylan was i'd say probably one of the most anti-jwf people we have ever seen the man threatened to burn the place down he tried to fight you he did fight you at wrestlepalooza and now he has the jwf world heavyweight championship and he is holding it with pride the dylan has completely rebranded himself in this past year and it has led to a career resurgence unlike anything we have ever seen indeed sills he has built himself up again from bottom to top he is a completely different man if you see him walking down the hallways with an actual bit of pride with that championship around his shoulder he's still a big asshole though but he's proud about it he may be an asshole but he is our asshole and that chin and that asshole is our champion and he is in our ring right now so why do we have the official coronation of the new champion you know it's been a long time too long if you ask me since i have held this belt in front of all of you now the last time i held this years ago so very long ago i was a different man I had different ideas about wrestling, about my place in wrestling. And if I'm honest with you, I look back at that time in my life with a bit of disgust. See, while that run made me, that reign over this company, the way that I handled it is not something that I can be proud of. But you know what I can be proud of is what I do with it this time. What I give to all of you this time, a real world champion. <laughs> See, the technical spectacle isn't dead, and I am the best that there is going. And now that I have this belt, well, you better believe this is the top prize in the world. So where do we go from here, ladies and gentlemen? You may be asking yourself, Dylan, Dylan, what now? And let me tell you, I don't know. Who knows? I'm excited, though. You know, maybe, maybe I'll let Robert back out here and I'll whoop his sturdy ass a second time. Or maybe, maybe I'll let Jebaduk and his cross-eyed face come down here challenge me for this belt. But regardless of what happens, I am going to make this reign something that none of you will ever forget. Well, Deb, strong words there from the champion to any potential opponents coming up. And Tibbs, you know there are a veritable series of dream matches possibly ahead for the Dylan. Like we said earlier, facing the Jebedo, guys like Chuck Gibbons. Uh, a lot of these new stars we've got coming in from JXT have been absolutely dominating lately. And we've got to discuss a man who last night at Summerfest fought nine other JXT superstars for the opportunity to sign a contract, a JWF contract, and get a title opportunity of his choosing. Of course, that man is Mega Ran, who uh, I've been told did not arrive today. Any news on that? No, this is the first time hearing about it. Hold on, let me just... Let me just... Well, uh, my text messages uh, to Mega Ran... Okay, huh? Nothing. No. 
Yes, I know what title he's gonna challenge for now. Okay, there we go. Wait, what are you? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. Did the mic pick that up? What? Well, I guess, uh, stay tuned regarding the career of Megaran here in JWF Wrestling. But of course, if you want to talk about big JXT standouts like Megaran, we've got to discuss our new tag team champions, Demon Inc., a tag team who went on a tear in developmental, went undefeated for several months, and the minute they lost the JXT Tag Team Championships, they damn near immediately picked up the JWF Tag Titles. Demon Inc., in my opinion, whether you want to say they're good, bad, evil, monsters, whatever, they are dominant in this tag division. Sometimes, Sills, the only answer you can give is all of the above. That is right, but one of our top interviewers is backstage with Lawrence Whitney, the manager of Demon Inc. and the entire Whitney family. So why don't we go backstage and hear what the Whitney has to say. Hello, everybody. Honeypot McSilverface here with the men who had quite a showing last night at Summerfest. The Whitney family. Now, gentlemen, how do you respond whoa, 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 to- Whoa, 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 that, that's it. That's all you're going to give us for an introduction. The men who had quite a showing. Are you kidding me? We didn't have a showing. We had a dominating performance in every single match we were involved in. Demon Inc., these men standing beside me are your brand new JWF tag team champions, and you know what? They deserve them. Because they proved last night that there isn't a team in this or any other division that can stop them. Well, yes, that may be true. However, your latest signee, Gazi, he didn't quite fare as well in his match against Scotty oh. Moore. How do you respond? Oh, really? Really? That's what you think? That Gazi was hastily defeated by our fabled captain's champion? No, last night, Gazi did exactly what he was supposed to do. He wrestled circles around that clown and infuriated him so badly that we began to see the cracks in the identity of who Scotty Moore truly is. A one-trick pony who got lucky more times than anyone here can count. Gazi was putting submissions on his submissions, reversing his reversals, and if it weren't for a I'll say mistimed jump from the top of the cage, Gazi would be standing here as the new JWF Captain's Champion. You see, Honeypot, the Whitney family never misses. Even when our shoulders are pinned to the mat, we're still winning because we're in everyone's head. Everyone knows it, but they're afraid to admit it. In fact, a certain someone out there certainly knows how good we are because they've signed us to quite the lucrative contract, and if the Lawrence family does the job properly, we won't have to worry about money for a long, long time. I'm sorry, did, did Lawrence Whitney just admit that they have taken a contract? What are these men, glorified hitmen now? No, maybe. Alright, well, like, apparently the Whitney family dominating display at Summerfest and that domination may prove to continue here in the JWF, but like they said, 
the one person they were not able to dominate no matter what they think was our JWF captain's champion Scotty Moore who put on a showing like they said going up against everything Gazi threw at him and coming back twice as strong unveiling his new submission finisher known as the Cobra Clutch and that Cobra put Gazi to sleep last night <laughs> oh absolutely that is brutal that is right Tibbs but ever since in fact beforehand I believe you and Scotty had discussed this is the fact that the captain's champion says he has a very important announcement regarding his future tonight so why don't we go to the ring and hear what the hero of the JWF has to say so look um hate to tell you guys this but this isn't going to be a fun little promo about beating Ghazi last night or anything it's look I love I love this sport man I fucking love this shit I love everything from the smell of the canvas to peeling dried blood off my skin because at the end of the day pro wrestling saved my life there were times where all I wanted to do was get in my car drive down the wrong side of the highway and find the one guy who couldn't swerve in time but I couldn't do it I had to go to WrestleMania in April. I had Double or Nothing in May. I had GCW in November. Professional wrestling always gave me a reason to stick around. That's the thing about this sport, man. It's a Ferris wheel, and it's going to keep going, no matter what. And that's how I decided to model myself, to model my career, that no matter what happened, no matter what was going on, the show had to keep going on. So for five years, I've given everything I have to this company because pro wrestling saved my fucking life and I have spent every single day for the past five years trying to repay that debt. I have given everything I have to creating new talent in JXC, to putting on classics on pay-per-view. I have given everything I have and I am fucking tired. You know, I've, I've thought a lot about what it means to be the hero of the JWF. I mean, it's my damn nickname. I should probably know what it means. But for the past few months, I haven't been the hero of the JWF. If anything, I've been one of the biggest things holding it back. You see, this, this captain's championship over my shoulder here, this should mean the world to me. But it doesn't. Sheer fact of the matter is that I won this damn thing to cross off another box on the what hasn't Scotty done in JWF yet checklist. And if admitting that pisses you off, then good, because in all honesty, I'm pissed off about it myself. Because last year, a man held this title proudly. And he proclaimed it as the real world's championship. And he did everything he could to bring prestige to this title. He fought Kazuchika fucking Okada. And he proved that this title is worth something. And he cultivated a hunger for this championship that should be spreading through every up-and-coming wrestler in the back. And what have I done with it? Huh? A few vanity matches against opponents I've already beaten. A false narrative that I'm somehow encouraging young talent while consistently beating them in match after match. No, this belt, this belt deserves so much better and you people deserve better. 
This belt is more than a checked box on a list. This championship's legacy deserves better. Which is why I'd like to formally relinquish the JWF Captain's Championship. Because I realized something recently, and it's that if I truly want to be the gateway to the future, I've got to do what any good gate does and swing out of the way. And before you get all teary-eyed, this isn't a retirement thing, it's not goodbye, it's just see you in a few. Well, Tibbs, I don't think any of us were expecting this tonight. <laughs> Scotty Moore leaving the captain's championship laying in the middle of the ring. D did you know about this? Well, Sills, let, let's just say it's uh, it, it's something I'm not. I, have, well, I wasn't surprised by. Well, Scotty Moore, he's he's done everything in this company. I mean, he really and truly has over the last few years. And sometimes, sometimes you got to take a break. That is right, Tibbs, and it looks like he is uh holding out the championship for you to take. Uh, you got you got right. something to say? Yeah, give me a mic here. Hold on, <clears throat> Scotty. Thank you for handing over the championship. And, and hey, folks, don't you worry about the future of this belt. It's not the first time it's been vacated. <laughs> but, uh, well, Scotty and I talked it over and, well, we decided it would be best if the future captain's champion came from nowhere else other than JXT. That's right, folks. Uh, sorry, hold on. Let me get the emotions up. Get back into promoter mode. Awesome. But in just a few short weeks, we've made a list and we've checked it twice because JXT is proudly bringing to you our annual death-defying destruction fest known as the Snappening. And at that show, we're going to have two big matches. One of our fastest rising stars, Uncle Muerto, will face the winner of this year's Highway to Hell tournament, which can be found, of course, on the Fight Boys YouTube channel, wink, wink. And they're going to be fighting for the BS Championship. And on that very same show, we're going to have a match that I am dubbing the Golden Cananza. Former JXT champions, tag champions, BS champions are going to return and will be eligible to enter this brutalistic matchup. And whoever walks out of that match victorious will then face off against the BS champion at crossing the line to determine your next captain's champion. <laughs> we promise it's less confusing than it sounds, folks. <laughs> but hey, Scotty, you haven't told them the biggest news yet, have you? <laughs> yeah, no, wait, wait. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, kid. Tibbs has come into a bit of money recently, and well... Give you a yearly little sabbatical you're trying to take here. I figured I'd make it easier on both you and your old pal Blake Tanner by taking the load off and taking over JXT. Wait, 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 what? That's right, folks. Get ready for the snapping of the ages because come January, it'll be time for Captain Tibbs presents JXT 2.0. You like it? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't think this has ever happened in the history of JXT, but the arena has gone silent. Um, Tibbs, welcome back to the booth. I don't think anyone was expecting this 
This response. Look at them, they're completely speechless. They're stunned in awe at my great announcement. Ah, I love this job sometimes. Right, um, well, uh, I guess, um, make sure to watch JXT while you can because, um, in January- Hey, somebody threw a bag of pretzels at me, thanks. All right, well, uh, uh, next week, as we discussed earlier, Chuck Tibbs is going to be returning to, uh, Returning to to fix his career or t maybe maybe next week Tibbs you could um like explain it to us what that what JXT what it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, absolutely, Sills. I got tons of ideas, hundreds of them. We're gonna do everything. We're gonna do everything and nothing at all. Hey, those guys are starting to fire in the stands. I better get them to stop. They're so excited. Oh, and there the fire alarm has been set off well um until until next time ladies and gentlemen remember to support us at patreon.com slash uh load of bs uh, pick up merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com uh watch jxt and until next time he's been captain tibbs i've been silver spoon and this has been jwf monday night ignition i i i guess they're going crazy, Sills. I'm going to go crowd surf. <laughs>